0: Hello, my name is Liz Gurley, and you are listening to Memoiristry. I still haven't made a little ditty, a theme song for Memoiristry. I forgot to remember to think about it. (laughs) Anyway, it's Saturday, a day off but what does that even mean? my days off are mostly filled with me working you know, because I'm an artist and so that creative work doesn't stop especially when you're uh, open and in the flow the way I have been this has been a very interesting creative flow I you know I had made like 25 paintings I think in three days a month or so back and all of those paintings well not all of them because some of them have sold but all of them are available for purchase on my website, um, memoriadustry.com backslash shop. But then I got some more canvases and I started another series of paintings and they have been really uh, slowing me down. Not slowing me down, Uh, they've, they've been granting me permission to slow down with the creative flow because it has been coming with such force that I get these you know buzzes of energy and I just explode whatever it is paintings, writing, singing and then I have a period of rest after I have that explosion, that burst of energy in the flow and so I've been really patient with my last round of paintings because their message their messages aren't clear yet. I don't really plan what I'm going to paint. I when I try to, I think that's when I mess up. I can tell really quickly if what I'm doing feels more planned and not inspired Um, as if I'm trying to control the flow, I can feel the difference when it's just flowing and I'm riding that flow versus when I'm trying to control it (sighs) (sighs) or rather control myself in the flow. I can't control the flow but I can control myself in the flow. And so when I try to control myself in the flow, that's when things don't work out. But I just finished a piece today that I really like. I did a a couple rounds with it where I had to paint it, put it on the wall, stared it for a couple weeks, and then I added some to it, and then I scrubbed it, and I let it dry, and then I added more to it, and let it dry, and then I scrubbed it, and I let it dry, and then I added more to it. It was, it was layered. Um, some of my pieces are like that. So anyway, just really like the energy that showed up. Um, for me today to finish that and now since the Sun decided to come out and I just really don't feel like being out in the world where I might run into other humans I'm sitting in my dining room with a homemade Manhattan enjoying the birds and the sun on my fur rug and I thought I would read a couple chapters in my book because I haven't done that in a little while or maybe I have I mean maybe it looks like I have because I haven't done one of these episodes in a little while I've been doing mostly video lately trying to get comfortable um, expressing my flow on video. I, I become way too aware that I'm recording myself and it's really hard to capture uh, me in the flow state visually. But I'm working on it. I'm, I'm trying to get there. Anyway, so I've been practicing with video. Um, More so than recording audio. And, you know, sometimes, like I said earlier, with the 25 paintings, I just have these bursts where things come out. And I'm processing so much that I need to talk things out more. Which is when I grab my recorder. But what I've been studying... The past few weeks, the past couple, I think the past two weeks actually, has really required me to bite my tongue until I really know what I mean to say. So that's what I'm doing. So I'm keeping keeping that process that's been coming up in the last two weeks to myself because it requires... It requires it Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. okay I just opened up my book gosh I haven't read I haven't looked inside of it for a while I guess I should say I still can't believe I wrote a book that people can read I mean, I've wanted, I've wanted to do this. I've dreamed of writing a book for so freaking long, and I did it. Whoa.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm glad I haven't looked inside it for a little while. It's making it new again and helping me see, like, the, the farther away I get from the publication of the book... When I finally stopped editing it, the further away I get from that, um, the easier it is for me to pick the book up every now and then and read some things I wrote. Because now I'm starting to understand the, the why behind some of the things that I was feeling in this book that I didn't know how to navigate. I was like, I know I'm going through this for a reason. I don't know what that reason is. So I'm just gonna pick up with the creative flow. And that's what that's what all of this is inside of this book. Is my creative flow. I didn't even know that I was living this book but I was really um, unconsciously committed to recording the things that I recorded and the ways that I recorded them either taking a photo, writing in my journal, um, painting. It was just this unconscious collecting. And I think it's because when I when I was living this book, I don't think I've said the name of the book yet. I Was a Good Wife is the name of the book. When I was living this, I didn't know what compelled me to capture. But I knew that I was going to be going through some very dramatic changes. And I wanted to leave breadcrumbs for myself. So really, when I, at the beginning of the book, you know, at the dedication, it just says for me, because I did this for me, like, this is a breadcrumb. These All these chapters are breadcrumbs that I've left for myself. So I can go back now and look at them and understand why I left it. So yeah, I was a good wife. A self-portrait. It is a book of breadcrumbs. (laughs) Alright, I'm going to read a couple chapters. Take another sippy sip of my Manhattan. Gosh, it feels really nice in my kitchen. It's so colorful. So colorful. I just love having so much color in my home. Hmm. Okay. Starting on page 575. Open relationships. I can't get the couple that wanted to date me out of my head. At the suggestion of my therapist, Because of my recent dating experiences, I buy a few books to help me learn how to reframe my ideas about relationships and partnership, love, and marriage. Maybe there is another way to be with someone. A way that doesn't look or sound like any of the ways you have seen before. What does that even mean? The fear that I will never be able to trust another man is great. This could be how I protect my heart, stay open, avoid commitment and permanence. This could be how I allow myself to love again when my heart isn't still breaking. I wonder when that might be. Green Pinky I probably shouldn't bother, but I really want to be a plant lady, so I buy a cactus and some bamboo. These are harder to kill, right? Right, she said. But I managed to kill the bamboo. It's my thumb that is supposed to be green. I want to be a rock star. I don't have a green pinky but I do have an editing one. I'm helping a writer friend of mine tell a multi-generational rock star story about some wild women musicians. I don't know much about women in the hard rock genre she's referring to, so I post up at Easy Street to shove my brain into the right direction for inspired edits. The employees I am familiar with ask what I'm working on, and when I tell them, they give me a long, scribbled list of women rockers on the back of a receipt. I sink into my headphones and I'm somewhere else, in a dark hall, behind a velvet curtain, in front of a microphone. I wanted to be a rock star once. Sometimes I still do, but he lied. Convulsions. I meditate after work with a 20-minute affirmation about safety and my body reacts and I don't feel it. I cannot control the convulsions and I don't try to. My body seems to be fighting itself, exercising some sort of demon. I open my eyes and observe. I am aware of my body, but it is not mine. I witness myself instead. I feel a deep lack. I feel scared. I don't feel safe. I want to feel safe. I'm trying. It's hard to be on my own. Confessions. She found me on Instagram, not like I was hiding, and slid into my DM. I admire you. I wish I could do it. Going through a divorce has meant, for me, that women from my past appear to confess blatantly, or in code, that they want out of their marriage, too. They're not going to do it, but they think about it and enjoy living vicariously through me. And it feels difficult for me to be confided in, in this way. It's difficult to recognize that what I've actually done is still only just a passing thought for others. There where I was when my ex-husband confessed the lie he had kept for 10 years. Unable to even entertain such a thought as leaving. Is everyone unhappy? March 22nd, 2019. I could use a really long hug. I just want to be held. I want to feel secure, safe. How do I give that to myself as a single person? A person who lives alone, without a relationship to fall back on. Not that being in a relationship would guarantee less aloneness. I know that. I mean, I have an ex, don't I? I feel nervous, unsure. I want someone I like to like me back enough that they assert their feelings. I want to be surprised, like I get home and someone is waiting for me just to say hello, just to see me, or maybe surprised by someone telling me they care. I wish a man would tell me he loves me, even if I can't say it back. Is that really fair? Is fair even a real thing? It's all very confusing. I don't know what I'm saying. I hate it. My ex emails me. My ex emails me asking for tax documents. I text him back. It feels nice to see his name on my phone when he responds, but that is as much as I allow myself to feel. I don't want to fall out of love again already. But here I go. We broke at the same time. It was sort of beautiful. It was neither of our faults and both of our faults. I don't even care. It's what we wanted. It's what I've been hoping to avoid and begging for. But this time was different for me. Because this time, With our bodies tangled and sweaty. I knew I was in love with him. And now, well, now I have to admit it to him. This can't happen again. It will not. I tell him the truth. He says he can't though. I can't either. But with him, I wanted to at least try. Instead, I force quit and began to fall out of love with the second man I've had to fall out of love with, after falling out of love with my ex-husband. But the second is not like the first. The first man I fell in love with, I wish I had never met. Okay, I'm going to stop there. Dun, dun, dun. What's gonna happen next? I know, I know, I know. (laughs) I could tell you, but I'm not gonna. (laughs) That's why I wrote the book, so I don't have to talk about it if I don't want to. You can just read about it. (laughs) Uh, I do have a friend who finished reading my book, and she told me that she had highlighted some parts, and she wants to have a conversation with me to talk about those things specifically and I'm really excited because I have not yet had that experience with someone that they want to share the ways that they've interacted like highlight by highlight (laughs) it just seems like it could be a really fun time I don't know I'm not trying to be all full of myself but you know you work on something for such a long time. You do want to talk about your work, but I don't want to, like, talk about it with people who don't want to talk about it with me. So, I don't talk about it unless it comes up naturally, and then I'll talk about it. So yeah. Anyway, it's a beautiful day. I've been inside all day, except to do my laundry.
1: (sighs) I've really enjoyed it.
0: (sighs) It's been a really busy week. I've done a lot of physical labor this week, and so my body is really needed to recharge. Like, normally I just need one day of my quote unquote weekend to recharge but I've needed my whole weekend to move slowly and not commit to anything except for a doctor's appointment that was my only committed thing which has been really nice it's nice to just chill and be exist in my home. I really do love it. I also need to sweep underneath my oven because it's gross down there. I can see some food. I could probably do a deep clean on my apartment. It's probably about that time. Also because all the bugs are starting to come in. And they're all dying on the floor and on the heater. (laughs) Or I start my shower in the morning and I wash bugs, mostly spiders, down the drain. The itsy bitsy
1: spider climbed up the water spout. Out came the rain and washed the spider out. Out. Came the sun and dried up all the rain, and the itsy bitsy spider was dead, so it didn't really matter. (laughs) Because
0: he drowned. He drowned already. He doesn't dry out and come back to life. No, he just dries out, and then he's a crispy dead spider. That's the way it really goes. Um, ooh, what was I going ooh about? I was thinking I would share also about my artist date this week. On my weekends, which are just memoiristry work days, um, one of the days, um, at least for a couple hours a day, at least for a couple hours on one of the days on the weekend, on my mem- Memoristry Work days. <laughs> blah, blah. I like to take myself on a date, and it normally includes food and wandering into a bookstore and taking a nice walk in nature. Um, and sometimes, like depending on those things I'm doing, the day might guide me somewhere else. And I like to follow. And so anyway, last week, last my last artist date, I was downtown Olympia. And I went to, I think it's called the Last Word bookstore. I had all these books outside on shelves for like 50 cents or a dollar. And I just got a stack of books. And it was, I'm so excited about all the books. And I think I spent a total of like $8. It was great. And then yesterday, I had an artist date to an antique store where I found a book of Eskimo folk tales that I'm excited to read that book alone was 20 bucks, but I went for it because I really have been enjoying reading fables, like I've been reading um, quite a few books. A lot of them are the kind of books that are stop and start because um, I'm on a personal inward journey, a dark night of the soul, a light day of the soul, I don't know what you call it, but I'm mining my soul right now, and so I'm learning a lot of things, and each chapter I read in whatever book teaches me something, that then I have to put the book down for a while and process it, and a couple of the books I just haven't been able to pick up again, like I'm reading The Body Keeps the Score, and I've been reading it for months, but each chapter just peels back something new for me, and so I have to just... Sit with it until I can release the um, anxiety from the trigger. And so, The Women Who Run with the Wolves has been um, another deep well of learning, but it includes folk tales. And I just really, just really have been enjoying the folktales. So, I saw this book, and I was born in Alaska, and I thought I would really enjoy to read about some Alaskans, some Eskimos, and their fables, and understand where they come from. So, yeah. That was my, so that was my antique find, my antique store find, and that antique store is close to my house and the man who owns it is also an artist and some of his art is on display and of course I pointed it out immediately. I was like, who does this art that's the baby doll heads? And he was like, oh, that's mine. (laughs) Um, He's got these fantastic like old clocks and he's found these, you know, ceramic doll heads that are cracked and kind of creepy and like one of the clocks there's the doll head inside of it and I don't, it's just really a fun uh, it's just a really fun artistic flair and I have a friend who collects doll parts <laughs> so I'm thinking oh, I'm gonna save up some money and there's a light I saw there and some of his art I want to buy but I saw some things that gave me ideas of new art forms for myself I have these mannequin legs that I've painted a few times and I don't currently like how they're painted so I was going to try and figure out something to do with them and I saw this horse, this like uh, carousel horse that someone had um epoxied pennies all over it. It was a pennied carousel horse. I loved it. So I was thinking, all the pennies that I have found over the years and collected, what if I can cover my mannequin legs and all those pennies? So I think I'm going to try. I think I'm going to try that. I'm excited. I got to He told me how to use the epoxy, but I'm going to have to do a couple tutorials, I think, just to make sure, because I feel like this is the kind of thing that, like, you know, I want to know how to do it before I start on the legs. Instead of, like, if I'm painting something, I'll just start painting and see what happens, and I'm not really scared of the canvas, but this kind of thing I'm scared of because I'm, I'm not as uh, comfortable I'm not as comfortable with thinking I'll be able to cover every square inch of the mannequin legs with pennies, and I would want it to be that way. So what if I start, and then I can't cover all of them? It'll be half done, and that will maybe drive me crazy. So anyway, I'm trying to figure out my approach before I just go for it. My mannequin legs are at my parents' house, though. I need to go get them. Yeah, this lamp I saw at this antique store is so cool. It was like this emerald lamp, and it was like this carved face, and the light uh, shines behind the face, and so it, like the eyes will glow, and there's these two little containers where you could put things in, in it, like pencils or um, fake flowers, or I don't know, but it was $95 so I didn't have that amount of cash on me but I keep thinking about it so that means if it stays in my head for another day then I'm gonna have to save up some dollars to go get that thing because it belongs with me <laughs> little succulent that's shooting to the sky. Definitely doesn't look like what he's supposed to look like, I don't think. Because I'm not very good with succulents. I do have a cactus that I've been pretty good with. I feel like I water it like once a year and that's all it wants. And then my prayer plant is doing so good. Um, my friend came over the other day, my friend of potations. and she assessed my prayer plant to make sure I was doing all the right things, and I think I am. feels really good to be keeping a plant alive. As you heard in my book, I've struggled forever with keeping plants alive. I really want to accomplish this feat. I don't know why it's so difficult for me. Probably because I haven't been able to care for myself very well over the years. Cause I've never had just I've never had much time just me and myself and I. Just the three of us together. Just, you know, the Trinity of of Liz. Me, myself and I. <laughs> Hmm. sometimes I look at some of the art I've done and I'm like, I don't even know how I did that now and I don't think I could recreate it which is another reason why <laughs> I don't even want to try and I don't want reproductions because like whatever's happening in these pieces happened right in that moment for a reason and it's not going to happen the same again So many good pieces. I'm so proud of myself. It's like the same feeling I feel when I look at my book that I've written. Just like, wow. Look, I created a thing that has become a book that could, you know, gather dust on someone's shelf. And now I also have all this art I've created that can also gather dust on someone's walls or leaned up against the wall, or hidden under their bed, (laughs) or shoved in their closet. Hmm. All of these things are extensions of me. I have put myself in all of these things. So that I can share with someone else, whoever needs the message that's within these pieces. They're just waiting for their soulmate, all my art, just waiting for its soulmate to come in and find it. My stomach is growling. I'm not hungry. It's like digesting what I ate earlier. I lack... I I lack... (laughs) My tongue felt weird in my mouth then, and my mouth is kind of dry. I like the things that I have on my fridge. I have a little mini Polaroid... Of me and my granddad George. Granddad George. Let's see if I can remember a, hy- a hymn that he would sing.
1: Blessed a shoe. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory, divine era of salvation. Purchase of God Washed in his spirit Cleansed by his blood I think that's how it goes. Maybe not. I'm Praising my Savior all the day long. Hmm. Granddad George.
0: Hmm. We always laughed. And we're so silly together. Next to that Polaroid is a business card of mine for when my business was just editing. Called Liz Edits. That's a pretty cute picture, I think. Captures my personality, I think, pretty well. Next to that is a picture of me and my Aunt Teresa. And we look like sisters. (laughs) We're even wearing the same colors, our hair is the same color, same kind of glasses even. And this is the photo that fell to the floor while I was on vacation and my cat, Pixel, who is now gone, she started chewing on the picture so her teeth marks are in it. But I don't mind so much anymore. Let's see, then I have a journal entry from a couple years ago. and the a chapter of a book, the page ripped out and posted. I've got some great pictures of my mom when she was young. I think one is before she had me, maybe? no, uh, maybe not. But it's my favorite photo of her. Because it's the photo I see myself and her the most. I mean, my body is exactly like hers. My hair looks exactly like hers. When I was little, and she was little, like we looked the same. And so I had great-granddad my great-granddad Simmons he called me little Brenda because I look like my mom let's see I have a caricature drawing from 2016 of me and my best friend I remember we were in Leavenworth and I was growing my hair out because my hair is like pixie short in that caricature Well, 2016. Five years ago. My hair is... it does take forever to grow, but I've cut it a number of times since then, so... it would be longer now if I would leave it alone. I have some magnets. One is a Volkswagen bus that says California on it. A friend gave it to me. One is a magnet with a woman and all the planets around her head that my bestie gave to me. And the other is a drawing of a pug dog. And it says pugs, not drugs on it. (laughs) This is my home. That's my fridge. What's on your fridge? How would you talk about it? Oh, I also have a a handwritten note from my niece, dear Aunt Liz, I love you, love Emma. That's a nice reminder to see every day. Mm-hmm. The sun is on my floor, it's so cozy. I might have to lay on the floor.
1: Mhm, 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 mhm.
0: I think so. Um, Here's a song that my aunt used to sing to me. And I thought, she wrote it. Turns out, she didn't. But I still imagine in my mind that it's her song. Because nobody could sing it like her. It goes like
1: this. I'm just a little hunk of tin. Nobody knows where I have been. I got four wheels and a running board. I'm a Ford, a Ford, a Ford, a Ford. Honk, honk, rattle, 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 crash, beep, beep. Honk, honk, rattle, 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 crash, beep, beep.
0: My aunt had a really small voice. It was a genuinely sweet, small voice. (laughs) Who's that? Starting the mower outside of my house. Oh, probably the people who own it. (laughs) Alright, I think I'm going to lay on the floor a bit in the sun. Take a little cat nap on the floor. So, you know, I'm going to go then. Um, I hope you have a lovely Saturday, a lovely weekend. And um, I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk at you soon. My name is Liz Gurley. Thank you for listening to Memoir History.